Hello everybody, this is Everett Shipman. Welcome to the Maximize Your Mind podcast, where we develop the mentality necessary to forge fitness and lifestyle to achieve anything that you want from life. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Mind. I'm your host, Everett Shipman. Excited to be with you guys on today. Um, there's a lot going on. Uh, for me in my life and I just thought it would be appropriate for me to take a time to share with you um, something a little bit about um, who I am, where I came from, for those that are new to listening, for those that are not exactly sure why I'm so fired up about fitness and everything, uh, is because it wasn't always like that. And so uh, in order for you to really understand why I'm so excited and why I'm so enthused, I wanted to kind of share with you kind of where I came from, right? So. Um, in, a, uh, in 2001, well, let me go back even further than that. So I grew up in a very conservative, very strict household. So we didn't have any, you know, we didn't have any TV, no video games, no sleepovers, no parties, none of those sorts of things. We were in church five nights a week. It was just, and as the oldest of seven siblings, really all we did, we played with each other. We went outside. We were creative in that sort of way. Um, but then high school came and, um, and I graduated high school. I went off to college. But I dropped out after my first year and I was just ambulating through life. Like I was just accumulating as many jobs as I could. I, you know, may have had two, three, four or five jobs at one time. At one point in time, I was heavily pursuing acting and, and modeling. And that was what I was going to pursue. I was going to make it big. But even that was in contradiction to what my you know parents wanted me to do. My parents wanted me to be a a minister of sorts and they wanted me to be this, you know, big, bad believer and whatnot. And um, so I felt like I had let my family down in a sense as a scholar because I was not in, you know, wasn't in graduate uh, in college like my parents. Um, And as a minister, you know, I wasn't on the pulpit preaching. I wasn't, you know, doing anything big with the Bible or anything like that. And something interesting happened in 2006 um 2006 i uh, october 28th 2006 i was working two jobs and i went in on a saturday october 28th 2006 i'll never forget it and i was handed a termination letter i worked for the airlines at that time and they handed me a termination letter and told me that my services and my employment was no longer valid and that was a very shocking moment for me because it was completely unexpected. It wasn't like there was any incident that could have triggered it in my in my mind. And so I was very hurt by it. And but I didn't sweat it too much. I said, OK, I have another job. I'm good. And so that was October 29th, October 30th. That's the following Monday. I come in and that job, I was a courier. So I did a lot of delivering specimens out of my vehicle and whatnot um, and did a lot of runs. And again, they had terminated my contract, told me that my services were no longer needed. And so and so at this particular time in my life, for the first time since I had started working at the age of 12 and back in 95, I am now unemployed. I have no work, no income in my mind. I'm a college dropout. I have no degree. I have no value. I have no purpose. This is all very new, very challenging for me. 
And so I'm going through this dark, dark period. And while I'm going through this dark period, my car ends up getting uh, repossessed. And now I don't have a car. I'm living with my parents at home. I don't have any value. I don't know exactly which direction to go. I don't know my way from up or down. And so as an, in an attempt to keep myself from getting too down on myself, is I decided I needed to figure out something to add, increase my value while I'm not working. That's when I ended up picking up piano. I started to try to play piano. I never forget. I bought a very cheap piano and I just started playing on it. It wasn't great at all, but it helped to preoccupy me, keep my mind going while I was trying to find a new job. Couldn't find one. Uh, fortunately, God comes into my life um, <clears throat> and he was able to um, connect me with a temp agency. And I started work in January after about two months of being off. And I finally had some sort of income and some sort of job again. And I remember thinking within those first few weeks that I need to find work that I can't get fired from. That, that, that became my sole purpose and my sole mission was to figure out how do I get myself into position where I can never be fired again. So here I am as a high school dropout, I'm sorry, a college dropout, having been fired from both my jobs, no skill, no value that I know of that I can think of, and I'm now back at a temp agency. So it wasn't long before I did get my uh, did get a second job. So I'm working, you know, tons and tons of hours a week, about 80 plus hours a week. Now, understand my big dreams and whatnot were to travel the world. I wanted to make good money. I wanted to get married, have a bunch of kids. I wanted to make it in Hollywood. That was my big plan. I even had dreams of being a minister at some end and, and, and preaching across the world. But. At the time, I was struggling with really self-identity, right? Self-value, self-worth. I mean, what what did I have? You know, I didn't get the, the support and the recognition from my parents that I thought I should have. I didn't get it from my community. And so it, it just, it, it confused me. I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I had started to build up debt. I had limited education. That means that I couldn't do that. I couldn't travel. I couldn't marry. I couldn't have kids. I couldn't develop the confidence to pursue anything because all I did was work, work, work to pay off debt and make more money on limited skills and accrue more debt. So at some point, I started to feel worn out. I started to feel undervalued. I'm going to work, but I know it's meaningless. It's purposeless. I'm just going through the motion. I'm just going to work so I can spend more money. I'm just going to work just to keep uh, just to keep myself in rotation. Now, I knew I had more in me. I knew life was bigger than this, but I had no idea how to tap into it, right? No idea how to bring any of my ideas um, into life. And I remember in 2010, so so I, I met this uh, young lady in 2008, actually, and she inspired me to go back to school. And I went back to school. I went back. I got my bachelor's degree. I got my bachelor's degree in, uh, I believe, 2010, actually. Yes, the summer of 2010. And August of that year, 2010, she broke up with me. Now, the interesting thing about this breakup was that this was uh, a woman who 
you know, I was very much in love with. And it was her inspiration that inspired me to even get back into school. So there was a lot of significance there between us. Uh, but she broke up with me and I was devastated. She was my everything. Uh, you know, I wanted to make the world move for her. I remember the pain and the sting of how that felt. I remember being at work uh, one night and I just, you know, the day after the breakup and I was I was crying. I was in tears. I just it, it, it was so hurtful because I was building up everything. I was building up my hope of, of living and, and becoming something through her in essence. And this went on for about four days before. I, I looked at myself and I told myself that I was bigger and better than this. And you've got to get up, Everett. You've got to get moving. You've got to make something of yourself. You've got to change this situation around. And so within the week, I started to get myself mentally back together. The tears were over. I had to I had to move on. I had to do something. And um, that's when out of the blue, something remarkable happened. And so at about this time, I had, uh, through my mentor who had started to take me, um, we started to work out together and things of that nature. And I started to uh, get into the habit of, of working out. I started to get into the habit of going to the gym. Didn't really understand it. Didn't really understand everything. But I, I knew that these were people that I, I love. These were people that I connect with. These are people when I go in there, these are people who are determined, they're driven, they're ambitious. And I knew if I could tap into what they have, I could make something of myself somehow. And so shortly after this realization, a lady calls me in her office. I was working um, in a corporate office and she saw that I had this routine of going to the gym every day. And she says, listen. It's, it's super inspiring. I see you every day. I have no doubt that you can inspire and motivate a bunch of women like me to get in shape, to get fit, to get healthy, and, and get into the best shape of their lives. And at that point in time, I didn't know how to process that. I mean, I was, you know, like I said, working multiple jobs. I was used to working for people. I was not used to actually being in control. I was not actually used to following my own drive, my own ambition and things of that nature. You know, I now had a, a degree. Yes. And I was working at a temp agency, but it was just it was just me being lost and having no sense of direction or purpose. And then I remember at the end of that particular summer. Her words came back to haunt me. You should become a personal trainer. You, you can inspire people uh, through your fitness. And that's when I decided to take fitness seriously and that's when everything absolutely changed okay i uh, yeah sure i i noticed my my body making changes and my physique starting to you know develop and and people would say things about that but what was more important and more powerful was the fact that my confidence was skyrocketing Right. The confidence, the sense of purpose, the sense of value, the sense of conviction about what I am and who I am and who I can become. I was able to have control. I could chart my own path. I could see my own future. It wasn't it wasn't dictated through my parents. It wasn't dictated through my church. It wasn't dictated through any other program. 
it was a path for me that could help me break out of the, the incarceration that I felt. And so I decided to become a personal trainer. I decided that it would allow me to help people, to help many more people, to, to, to tap into that place in me that wanted to help people and change people's lives. But I still had to deal with my own internal barriers. I was still fighting the feeling of not being valued, not being good enough. I was still uh, uh, tasked with getting, you know, even my own results at the gym. And so even though uh, confidence was surging at some point in time, my physique wasn't lining up to where I, where I thought it would. Okay. And there was a temptation to doubt myself again. There was temptation to, to give up and to fall back on what I used to be. Nothing, right? Um, so what I did was I said, I doubled down. I said, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go hard on fitness. I studied everything I could to become better at fitness. I, I took the the personal training courses. I took all of the exams. I learned everything about how to change workouts, adapt workouts for each and every different person. Every day, all day, I just wanted to consume all things fitness. Okay, magazines, websites, other fitness professionals. Um, and this allowed me to learn at a rapid pace. It, it, it fueled my hunger and my knowledge and, and my confidence continued to skyrocket. I could definitely now take charge of my life. I could lead others to do the same. And so that became my mission. That became my life. And so <clears throat> my mission was to change the world, help people to, to feel great in their bodies, to feel great and feel proud of the bodies that they were in. And I noticed that because of the dedication and commitment that I had to fitness, because of my ability to continue to push and to press, it was it was a spillover effect. The more I committed to fitness, the more I committed to my health, the more this success translated to every other area of my life. More confidence, more discipline, better habits in the gym meant more success, more organization, more productivity, more of an impact, more more influence, being able to help more and more people, which was ultimately what I always dreamed of doing. But it came about in a way that I could have never imagined. And so I became I became the master of my own circumstances. I took a stand. I followed what was driving me and not what others expected. I became a force of, of strength and discipline and wisdom and fitness. And in the end, fitness is freedom. Fitness is freedom. That's what I learned through all of my years of being disciplined and learning fitness, learning the ins and outs about changing my body, learning the ins and outs of how to fuel myself properly, learning the ins of outs, ins and outs of how to motivate others to be their best, best selves, to build a body that they can feel great in, a body that they can feel proud of. And so now I have the freedom to live life on my own terms. Which is why I know for a fact and I'm completely convinced that fitness is the vehicle to achieve anything that you want in life. And that is why I am so super pumped today to share with you my newest, newest product, my newest, newest uh, blueprint that I'm actually 
in the stages of in the final stages of creating right now and it is my rockstar body cheat sheet my rockstar body 30-day blueprint it's going to help you get into the best shape of your life you're going to you're going to have everything you need to build a body that you feel great in and a body that you feel proud of. We're going to make this happen. So you're going to want to stay tuned for all of the release dates. All of the specs is coming. It's very close. Um, and I just want to appreciate you guys for tuning in, for listening, for sharing with me in this particular moment. Um, just because when I look back at all of that, it's amazing where I am now versus where I was not just a year ago, five years, 10 years ago, just the transition, being able to get to this place, being able to allow fitness to have completely transformed my life, transform my career, transform my body, transform my way of thinking, transform the way that I interact with people, the way that I'm able to motivate and inspire people. And I just want to share this with you. I'm excited to share it with you. So stay tuned. I'm going to be giving you all the release dates. It's coming up very, very soon. Um, but my Rockstar Body Cheat Sheet, my Rockstar Body 30-Day Blueprint, How to Build Your Best Body, a body that you feel great in, a body that you feel proud of, that is the Rockstar Body, and that is what I want for you. Let's make it happen. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Yeah.